This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a podcast from Joy's jazz show, Bent Notes. Tune in live each Sunday night at joy.org.au. My guest on Bent Notes is a multi-award winning vocalist, performer, songwriter, session and recording artist who has been described by Tony Bennett as a fabulous performer with a knockout voice. Nina Farrow is one of Australia's top entertainers, performing across many of your favourite television shows as well as so many bands and shows of her own. Nina spent 10 years in London meeting many amazing musicians and performing at a long-term residency at Ronnie Scott's before returning to Australia. It's my pleasure to welcome back again to Bent Notes, Nina Farrow. Welcome, Nina. Hi, David. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you back on Bent Notes. Only a, a few short weeks, but there's something that's coming along that's very special we need to talk about. But before we talk about who, I just want to find out a little bit about your travel why is travel so important to a musician such as yourself? It's broadening your horizons and also understanding, I think it's more about just life skills. You learn to be tolerant of other people, how to negotiate your way through certain aspects. And then, of course, music is probably the only universal language. It is the universal language because music is played in every single corner of the globe. And I've, I've had experiences where I've, I've gone to, you know, Scandinavia or somewhere and they, we don't really, we don't speak English with each other, but I can put some music in front of them, count off, you know, just one, two, a one, two, three, four, even if they don't realise one, two, three, four, they can hear that beat and then off we go. And we can play music together and communicate with one another and connect with one another. I've never really seen anything violent occur when it comes to music, it's usually alcohol <laughs> that's included. <laughs> but, you know, music is such a leveller. It's, it's, it, there is no race or creed or age or sex or there's nothing like that. It is the universal unifier of, of the world. And it's also the healer of, of us. I feel like there's a lot to be said for the healing qualities of music. It must be a beautiful feeling to move into a, a show or a, a club in a country where the language is a, a different language that is not easily crossed over mm. and then to, to do that countdown and suddenly have them all, all playing. Yes. Have you had the experience where you've been singing in English and then they've started singing in their language at the same time, sort of a, a uh, duo but different languages? I don't recall that ever happening, uh, but I, I, I remember actually I was in Japan. That was the place that uh, that was the most interesting because the people I was playing with had very, very little English skills at the time. But as soon as, as soon as I put that chart in front of them, you know, the, their, their faces just lit up as soon as we started. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really interesting. And we, were, we managed to communicate and bond and have this really awesome time and just laugh. And yeah, you know, I suppose when you're playing music, especially it was jazz that I was playing with them and, you know, people are soloing and you're doing your thing. And they just give you a look like they, they, they might not understand what I'm singing, but they know the quality of what's happening. 
And so they'll look over and they'll smile and put their thumb up, you know, and, and someone will take a really, you know, hot solo and, and I'm just like, yeah, and clapping and it just, it's a wonderful feeling to, to know that we are, we're still connected, even though we don't understand each other in terms of our language barrier. As soon as we put the music in front of us and we, we off we go, there's, there is no more boundary and yeah, it's, it's really great. <laughs> I understand that you spent quite some time at Ronnie Scott's in a residency. How was I that? I did. Look, that was, that was amazing. It was kind of life-changing. And at the time that it came to me, it was very fortuitous because I'd, I'd only been in London for a year. I didn't have very long left on my holiday working visa. I ended up getting that gig in the most strangest of ways I, I got asked to sing at a a charity gig like they were doing a fundraiser for a hospital so it was like a radiothon for a hospital and we were we were performing in a in a venue and there was a whole bunch of different performers I did my 15 minutes with my a guitar player the wonderful Tina May who's no longer with us she was performing with a piano player by the name of James Pearson wonderful piano player and at the end of it he came up to me and he asked me for my phone number. He said, look, you know, I'm doing some gigs and I'm blah, blah, blah. Can I please have your phone number? I'm like, absolutely. So I gave it to him. And he, when I, when I did get the phone call, it came from the artistic director of Ronnie Scott's. Now, Ronnie Scott's at the time when I, when I got there, I'd been to the old Ronnie Scott's before the renovation. So I'd only been there a couple of times. And then they shut down and they had this massive million dollar, million dollar, million dollar, I should say million pound <laughs> renovation, which is a big difference between a million dollars and a million pounds. A little. Well, you know, uh, so they had closed and it was being, you know, renovated and it was about to reopen. And this gentleman, James, he, he gave my number to the artistic director. This fella called me and said, we'd like to book you to do some shows at Ronnie Scott's. We're changing the format slightly. We're having a, a house band for the opening slot, you know, supporting the, the bands that are coming in and we'd like you to be one of the regular singers. So there was, there was only four of us, I think, and we, we rotated around and James was the, the musical director. He was the piano player and I didn't realise that at the time. So, yeah, so I got this phone call. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sitting, I'm literally sitting on the floor, flabbergasted, <laughs> and, and um, I'm, he's giving me these dates and he gave me three months' worth of dates. And at oh, the wow. end of it, I just said, look, this is amazing. And I, I said, thank you. I'm, I'm incredibly, you know, blown away by this. I said, there's just one tiny little problem. And he's like, oh, yeah, what's that? And I said, well, my visa runs out right in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he said, look, don't worry about it. Ronnie Scotts will sponsor you. And so that's how I got, that's how I ended up staying. So oh, Ronnie Scotts was my very first working visa. Yeah, working, working visa. So they sponsored me. And then after six months, I ended up getting sponsored with uh, another wonderful company called 33 Records with Paul Jolly. And he was amazing. And the story is too long to tell on your program now, but one day I'll, I'll tell you the whole entire story of my citizenship because it's hilarious. But, yeah, so that's what happened. So they ended up sponsoring me, and in the end I did over 80 shows at the club over a span of about two years. And then I kept going back, you know, periodically to do other shows. I did one of my own. Yeah, it was, a, it was an incredible, incredible place, and I met so many of my idols I got to support everybody that came through the door from 
Dave Sanborn, Chick Corea, um, Jose Feliciano. Uh, the the blue uh, the, my best one is the Blues Brothers came oh, really? to town. Yeah, the Blues Brothers band. Joe um, Blue Lou Marini was on saxophone. Oh. But the second time they came, they remembered me, and they were there with Eddie Floyd. And it was my birthday. And so they all sang happy birthday to me. And then they got me up on stage and I sang Knock on Wood with Eddie Floyd for my birthday and the oh, Blues wow. Brothers band. You know, it was just, it was craziness like that. And that was where I met the wonderful artist that we're talking about tonight. I met him at, he had a residency at Ronnie Scott's with the wonderful Natalie Williams. There was a gig, at the, I think it was the first or the last Sunday of every month, and it was Soul Family, Soul Family review thing, and it's been going for 15 years or something. It's an amazing night, and it's soul and funk and originals, and it's four singers all up the front, and they are mighty singers. And that's how I met Brendan, was through Natalie, who I'd known outside of Ronnie Scott's, and Natalie was one of the other singers that, that you know, was in the group in terms of the ones that were doing the opening acts and stuff. So it meant a lot to me, those gigs. I met so many people and it was the reason why a lot of other great work came my way. I ended up getting the job with Gilbert O'Sullivan and being his backing singer and I was with him for about seven years. Um, I up until the time. Gilbert O'Sullivan. Yeah, Alone Again Naturally. You know, he was yeah. the Robbie Williams of the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I, I say that with a lot of love in my heart because, yes. I, had, you know, he's a beautiful guy and he is still writing and he is still recording and we travelled all over the place with him. We travelled to Japan with him. I had an amazing, you know, seven years of being a part of that incredible band. So, yeah, it was, it was an incredible time. Sounds like it. Now, Brendan Riley, who is yes. uh, out in Australia very shortly. Yes. What's Brendan's story? Oh, well, Brendan, oh, he's just divine. He is Californian-born, and then he moved to London, and I, I can't exactly remember when he moved, but it was quite similar timing to me, I think, sort of the mid-2000s. He has just got the most mighty voice. He plays saxophone. His dad was a jazz musician. So he grew up with all of that jazz music and the sensibilities and played saxophone. Brendan's career is a lot like mine in some ways. It's very, very eclectic. Everything that he touches, he just creates the most, you know, remarkable vocal and it's unforgettable. I've heard that the word stratospheric is oh, uh, absolutely stratospheric and the range. He's got such an incredible range and probably one of the most solid falsetto voices I've ever heard. He can do the Prince thing really well, it, right. you know, like, yeah, we, we've done some shows of that nature back in London. We did a my Aretha show that I do here in Australia. I started in London. It was started by the wonderful Jeanette Mason on piano and she put it together and Brendan used to do that gig with me as well. So, you know, we've, we've done a lot of work over the years, but Brendan's recorded Big hits that people would know on the radio. He did a, a song with Disclosure called Mo Moving Mountains. I mean, some of the stuff is probably, you know, it's not as jazz-oriented as, as, you know, maybe your listeners would be into, but he can. He, that's the point with Brendan. He just crosses over so seamlessly and beautifully and his voice is just the thing that comes out of the universe and just blows your brain off. It's just <laughs> incredible. And I, oh, I haven't, I haven't seen him in, you know, six years. I think it is. He came, no, I saw him in 2018. And the last time we were together performing 
was 2016 here in Australia. He came out to... It's a big time. Yeah, he came out to launch his album Life of Riley. And, uh, and he's going to be putting another album out soon. And, yeah, we just got talking online and he said, I'm going to be in Australia with Chiron, which is a, a French dance troupe, a dance... Oh. Um, dan- yeah, with French dance guy. But they're not coming to Melbourne. And I was like, well, yes, you are. You have to come to <laughs> Melbourne. And literally in 24 hours, I'd put together the gig and I've booked the band and the band are incredible. Yeah. I've got Grant Windsor on piano oh, and right. musical directing and he's just moved back from Perth. Yes. I have Isaac Moran on guitar and he's one of my men. He's just beautiful and I love him. <laughs> yeah. Jason Hera on drums and vocals. That guy is ridiculous. He's so good. And then one of Australia's best bass players in the world, Mr. Chris Becker. Oh, um, he plays with John Stevens and basically anyone, everyone and everyone. So yeah. it's a really killer band. And so if it's, it's only one show. So if you can't make it, you will cry. I know you will. <laughs> oh. So you have to come to this one. To hear the stratospheric vocals of Brendan (laughs) Riley and the amazing vocals of Nina Farrow. That's uh, at the Jazz Lab on Sunday, June 4, an afternoon show. Yes. That should be great fun. And more details at jazzlab.club. Fantastic. And, of course, you have your own website as well, ninaferro.com. Lots of great information and pictures and whatnot. Yes. Amazing to go and spend a little bit of time uh, just trawling through the pages and gleaning all these (laughs) new bits of information about who Nina Ferro is. Yeah, and, you know, you can check Brendan out online as well and his, his Insta page is full of great stuff. So just do a little bit of Google searching. I'm sure you'll you'll find everything you need and... Yeah, come on down on the 4th of June. It, it will be, it's going to probably be the best gig I'll do all year. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, that's that's quite a wrap for it, Nina. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Nina, thank you so much for having a chat tonight. Do appreciate your time. Oh, thanks. My very best wishes for a fantastic gig there with Brendan. It sounds like it's going to be absolutely amazing getting the, yeah. the two of your voices together. Again. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. And, and, and again, thank you for you know, your support. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks, Nina. My guest on Bent Notes has been one of Australia's top entertainers, Nina Farrow. You're listening to Bent Notes on Joy 94.9. You've been listening to a podcast from Bent Notes. Join us live each Sunday night on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.